just go about wishing. I don't wanna be strong. I don't wanna be trusted. When all I'm alone in my bed, I just go about yearning. I don't wanna be cool. I wanna be like him.
it's over. Hello, 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 and once more for good luck. Hello, my name's Gavi. You're listening to Saturday Night Sega. Hopefully, um, I realised Viper was having some altercast issues a little bit earlier on in the week. And um, my one is saying that I'm broadcasting. Nobody is saying in Discord that I'm not. So I guess we're going okay. Um, Mina's here. Hi. So at least I know Mina's listening, sort of. She was... Well, she's, she's currently browsing Netflix, trying to find something to watch. She was watching a trailer for Designated Survivor, the TV series that's got Kiefer Sutherland in. It's a bit strange, though, watching with Mina watching a trailer for that, because she's already seen it. I've watched two seasons. You've watched two seasons. Oh, they have a third season now. Yeah. Well, there you go. And now we're looking at Christmas movies. In oh. Ultra HD. Romantic Christmas movies. Um, it's November. So I'd point that out. You were just watching what's saying the Christmas engagement. Yeah, I know, but I mean the romantic films. How is Les Miserables it? romantic? What? No, no, it's, it's literally there. Les, oh. Les Miserables. Les Miserables. Les Mis. Les. Les. Hmm. Romantic films. Twilight. Ah. <laughs> 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 <sighs> Hi. Hello. So, um, this is a normal Saturday Night Sega show in that it's going to be completely weird. Um, I, I do apologise. I, I say I do apologise. I'm going to apologise for the fact that this show's going to feel a little bit more haphazard than normal. Um, because, oh my word, the week I've had. Ugh, I am yawning like crazy, and I do apologise, because that's probably going to come across in the show. Um, oh god, sorrow. Uh, <laughs> um, I've, I've basically not had a day off since last Sunday, and I'm not going to have a day off until next Wednesday. So, yeah, we've been extremely, um, short-staffed at, uh, at work. The mummy! Yeah, I, I noticed that. Um, I think that's in my watch list as well, as it happens. Um, yeah, so we've been quite short-staffed at work recently, and I agreed to do some overtime, which, when I said I'd do it, was a good idea. And... Now it's not. Because <laughs> I'm shattered. Um, I also have a bit of a chesty cough. Again, I, I can't help when um, I need to cough, and it's, it's, it sounded... It, it does sound particularly bad. Not going to lie. So, if I do end up having a coughing fit during the show, again, apologies, but I can't help it. So, we went out for a meal this evening. Um, we went uh, we went to a steakhouse for the father's birthday. It's his birthday today. I, this is the point at which I play the Stevie Wonder happy birthday jingle. But one, he's not going to hear it. And two, I don't have it anyway. So instead, what I'm going to do is, Mina's going to sing it. Happy birthday. No, the Stevie Wonder. 
Happy birthday to you. There we go. Fantastic. Alexis was singing happy birthday to uh, to her granddad, but she <laughs> was singing it so quietly, even, I'd, well, I don't even think she could hear it, never mind anyone else. But... Well, it's funny, actually, because on the way to granddad's house earlier, she did sing it. Oh. Well, she refused to sing it to granddad at his house. It was only on route. Yeah. Well, I tried to get her to sing Jingle Bells. She's been singing that also. She has been singing that also. And um, she's learned how to, how to sing This is Halloween. Yeah. But Halloween's a bit more relevant than, uh, than Jingle Bells. You know, by pure virtue of the fact that... Stop it! I can't help it! <laughs> um, by sheer virtue of the fact that... Um, you know, Halloween was two days ago, and Christmas is still, what? Seven and a half. F- f- seven and a half days. No, I'm not about days, it's about 50 on. Oh, seven and a half weeks. Hmm. It's actually really scary to think that Christmas is so close now. We're in November. I, I was telling someone at work, someone turned around and I said, uh, and they said, can we play Christmas music yet? And I was like, no. I said, do you know why you're not allowed to play Christmas music in November? And they was like, why? And I said, because the month starts with no! <laughs> and I'm going to now say that to everyone who ever asked, can we play Christmas music? No, because November starts with no! Not allowed. It's a good joke. Look, you're smiling. People are smiling. What people? I don't know. No one's, no one's writing anything I'm in Discord. Personal. I'm person, I'm singular. You are person. II1980 asked at uh, 9... 942 pm is there live SNS tonight? And I responded at 10.01 saying, yep. And that's the last we've ever had in Discord. Discord... Everyone has escaped because you said Everyone's, yes. everyone's escaped. They're like, oh no, I can't handle a live show. We'll disappear. I'm, I, I can't do this. So if you do happen to be listening in... Why did, why did I hang that word? If you do happen... Got American all of a sudden. Um, if you happen to be listening in, as always, you can send the musical requests via one of two avenues. You can do it via the Twitters at uh, SNS underscore RS. Oh, every time I yawn, I'm going to face Mina so that she has to yawn as well. Hooray! Success! <laughs> or you can send it on Discord. My name's Gavi. You can double click the name. It's it's the purple icon that says SNS in it. Um... I was playing Luigi's Mansion. Well, I say playing. I was playing Luigi's Mansion to a point, and then I fell asleep a little bit. I had a little bit of a doze before the show started. Um, it's very pretty, isn't it? Well, I say it's very pretty. I didn't really get that far. But, uh... Oh, dear. I'd love to, I'd love to say that once, um, once I've done this show that I'd go back and play it a little bit more. But I actually think I should probably get some sleep. Mina's watching Dark Tower. I was I was vaguely interested in this actually. Oh, well, no, I, I say vaguely. Don't don't stop it. Um, I can just watch it on my own. It's no problem. Um, I'm, I was vaguely interested because, well, Stephen King is is something that uh, is an author that I've always wanted to read something oh, from. Is it? Yeah. Oh. Um, so I've always wanted to read something from Stephen King. I mean, you know, obviously I've watched it. That's good. And I wanted to read the book for that. Uh, I watched Green Mile. Wanted to read the book for that. And Dark Tower is like a sci-fi type book series. And I think he's written like nine. 
books. No, 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 Dark Tower books. Dark, Dark Tower books. I, I, was, I thought I was familiar with it because when it said Dark Tower, I was like, I know that from somewhere. Yeah, so, um, so it was one of those books where I was always sat, sat there and I just thought, well, I'd like to quite, you know, if I wanted to try and read something, then maybe I read this or, you know, maybe I read The Shining or, or, or whatever. Um, and yeah, when they announced the film, I was like, oh, okay, well, maybe I could use the film to see if I was interested in the TV, in the book series. And then, you know, I could go from there. And then when the film came out, it got like really bad reviews. I was like, okay, maybe I won't. And I sort of got turned off from it. <laughs> but, uh, but also the fact that the Dark Tower books have like a gazillion pages. Um, I don't, well, to be fair, I don't think Stephen King is capable of writing short books anyway. I think, uh, you know, even his shortest book is like 500 gazillion million pages. Um, yeah, so, right, so let's have a look. So just having a quick gander on the Amazon. No, no, that's quite short, actually. Book one in the Dark Tower series uh, is only 304 pages, so that's quite short. Hmm. Yeah, so it, it was, as I say, it's just one of those things where I was like, well, do I, don't I, I'm not quite sure. Not quite sure. If anyone's ever read them, then, you know, feel free to share. We can, uh, we can have ourselves a nice little natter about all sorts. Because, I mean, whilst there has been some Sega news uh, this week in the sense of Super Monkey Ball HD uh, or Banana Blitz HD uh, released <laughs> haven't played it yet I keep getting told uh, that there's a way that I could access it but I, 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 I've not really been given the ins and outs of that oh pardon me um, but you know I've heard some people saying it's a really good uh, remaster but it's others saying that Oh, pardon me, they, uh, Sega should have perhaps remastered one of the other Monkey Ball games. Um, so I suppose we could have a, have a natter about that. We can have a natter about Luigi's Mansion, if you want. Um, Shinobi got announced as the newest release in the Sega Ages series on Nintendo Switch. We could have a chat about that, I suppose. Or, considering the fact that I reckon I'm probably broadcasting to nobody right about now, we should maybe just play some music um as soon as it's a normal Saturday Night Sega show that means I can play whatever the whatever I want so let's see what do we fancy obviously start of the show in case you didn't quite catch it we had Believe in Myself the Transmutator Remix from Sonic Adventure Remix <laughs> been a while since I played that, that song actually Mina mentioned it she was like I fancy some Transmutator and I was like ah that's a good shout, actually. Um, and then we had Nightmare Sequence in their remix of uh, Big Arms, which is called uh, Dr. Eggman or Broken Dreams. Um, I played that at my uh, Summer of Sonic DJ set, don't you know? It's good fun. That was that was three years ago. <laughs> Speaking of three years ago, Alexis is free in just, over, just under a fortnight. Yeah, 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 two weeks... 
Two weeks on, uh, it was two weeks on Thursday. Yeah. So yeah, three years old. Three, in... three years ago, on Monday, I would have left work. I mm. would have started my Yeah. Yeah. Mental. Where has the last three years gone? Where has this year gone, actually? I remember it was around about this sort of time of year, or maybe a little bit sooner, that Viper turned around and said, do you want to come back, do you want to bring Saturday Night Sega back for Winterfest? And I sat there and I was like, ooh, that's tempting. And I sort of looked into it. Well, so the the return show was obviously at Winterfest 2018. That was that was the big sort of surprise of Hooray! I've unretired again. <laughs> Let's see if this is doable with a two-year-old in the house. And then when we realized, yes, it's very doable with a two-year-old in the house, then it was kind of like, what, what are you looking at? Yeah, there's always bugs on the floor. That's the, one of the downsides of having a beige-coloured carpet, is you always see them. Um, yeah, so we did the... So, obviously, did the Winterfest show, and then I said I was coming back in January, and it wasn't quite January when I came back. I think it was the end of Feb. And I did, like, two shows in the kitchen on my own, and all the other shows we've been doing in the living room. With you. Mostly. Well, you've been present. You, you, well, you've been present. You've been physically present for the majority of them, if not, like, mentally or emotionally or, you know, spiritually. Spiritually. <laughs> um, spiritually. You actually can't say spiritually without sounding really posh. What, really? No, no, just in general. Spiritually. 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 Spiritually! Spirit, spirit. It's a sort of meaning I've been saying to Yeah, it's like epic. And legend. Everyone used to say epic. Do you remember there was that period a couple of years ago where it was like, Oh my god, oh my god, so I told my mate to lie down, and he did! Oh, it was so epic. Oh, he did it for the bands. You know, and it was all that. It was just... Cheeky Nando's. Cheeky Nando's. Cheeky Nando's. Yeah. Cheeky Nando's. What music do you want to listen to? Any, any, any preferences? Maybe not a Sonic one, seeing as we've just done, the t just done two Sonics in a row. Sunchies, I, I missed the Sunchie Tumblr. <sighs> um, do you know, actually, talking about, while, while I'm thinking about what music to put on and trying not to have any awkward silences, um, it is. How many days are there in November? 30. Yes. So, in 29 days, right, it'll be 1st of December. And where we were saying earlier about, like, Christmas music is only acceptable on 1st of December. No. No, no, it is. It is acceptable from 1st of December. Because 1st of December is Christmas month. So that's when you start the advent calendars and all the, all the doohickeys. And you're going to have loads of fun with those because you've got two. If you don't buy yourself a chocolate one, then you'll I have will. three. I get a chocolate one. I actually wonder if you'd have bought every Harry Potter advent calendar you'd have seen, how many would you have actually ended up with? Because because there's the Lego one, which that. you've got. There's the Funko Pop one, which, which you've got. got. I don't know where you're going to put the Funko Pops or the Lego. No. But this is a this is a quandary that will um, will will discover sort of or we'll, we'll, we'll solve further down the line. But there was um. There was a company that did a jewellery one. 
Potter Harry Potter jewelry. Yeah, like little necklaces and bracelets and earrings and stuff. Mm. And then there was like a little square one. I don't know why I'm trying to. Mina knows what a square looks like. I'm trying to visualize it, and I don't know who to really. But it was like a little square one, and it had like little box, like little little drawers, little pull-out drawers, and they used to have like little trinkets and stuff in. So there's at least four Harry Potter advent calendars doing the rounds this year. Plus there's like, you know, the requisite go to Aldi and buy a gin one. Where you can get a beer one. You know, it costs like £95, but you get like a gin, Marcus a bottle Lester's of gin. Marcus did a wine one. Mm. Isn't the, wasn't the wine one like 200 quid? There was a really, really expensive advent calendar. It was like a full bottle of wine or like a half bottle of wine a day. I think it was, a, it was like a single measure. Mm. Are you alcoholic? Here's a here's an advent calendar for you. Half a bottle of wine every day. Always open it in the morning. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, open this before you go to work. What was in your advent calendar today? Red. (laughs) Don't like red. Thank you anyway. (coughs) I fancy putting some some yakuza music on. Should we have Should we have Buzzy again? From um, from from judgment, we'll have Buzzy again. We like I like Buzzy. So, oh, I know what I could play. I know what I could play. I have been attempting. Yes, let's let's play that version for something a little bit different. Um, Shenmue freeze out this month. Ah! It's actually out in uh, seventeen days. Which is very, very scary when you think about it. Because I remember, once upon a time, that Shenmue was one of those game series that was just never going to get finished. Because it cost an awful lot of money to make, and it didn't make an awful lot of money. So, Sega kind of gave up on it. And then, you know, it's been like, four years since... Shenmue 3 and Final Fantasy 7 Remake got announced as a one-two sucker punch that literally would have had me waking the dead when they announced it because I was that excited. And, you know, back to the Kickstarter pretty much as soon as it went live, I spent, I was going to say an unfathomably um, large amount of money on it, but I actually think it was probably closer to about 80 quid because I, I backed the physical game version as opposed to a digital one. And... You know, then you watch all of the the trials and tribulations. You know, the first playable demo came out and it looked a little bit pants. And then this and that, the other, the whole Epic Games Store fiasco. And you sat there and you just go, this is a Kickstarter that had a lot of goodwill towards it. And, and I believe is still the largest video game kick- that has ever been kickstarted. And and yet then all of that fa- all of that uh, consumer goodwill sort of evaporated through questionable um, retail choices. You know, partnering with Deep Silver, fair enough, because Deep Silver partnered with Sega on quite a few releases. But then to turn around and say when you started the Kickstarter that you were offering the game via Steam, and then completely change tack and say that actually you're now releasing it exclusively on the Epic Game Store, and it's not coming out on Steam for another year. Um, after release, that's that's a bit bit strange. So, oh, I I is listening in. We've just had a I love Epic. Oh, hello. Um, anyway, yes. So to celebrate Shenmue and Shenmue uh, or Shenmue Three, I've been attempting on PlayStation to get through Shenmue and Shenmue Two, and it hasn't worked out too well because one, like I said, this week I've been absolutely run off my feet and shattered to buggery, and two, 
every time I try and go through the storyline to actually make some progress, to actually complete the game, I end up in the arcade playing Space Harrier. Because I want to try and collect all of the capsule toys because I want to try and get the platinum trophy for the game. And to get the platinum trophy, you need to have collected 50 capsules, uh, capsule toys from capsule machines. And two, so two of them, for the sake of completeness, two of them is you can get the um, Outrun and uh, Space Harrier arcade machines as little toys if you can manage to um, collect. I say Outrun, sorry, hang on. Uh, hang on in Space Harrier arcade toys for getting 10 million points in the games. Now, I've been able to do it, and I know I've been able to do it because I did it on the Dreamcast. Can I do it on a PlayStation pad? Can I bollocks? So, I'm a bit stuck. Um, also, something that I'm not going to do is collect the certificates for managing to complete Hang On and Space Harrier in a single credit. Because honestly, how in the earth are you supposed to do that? But, meh, whatever. Whilst, um, I'm, whilst I try and figure out how, what else to rant about, I might, I might go in a little bit of a Shenmue chat. Um... I'm going to play a song from Shenmue 2. I'm going to play a song from Judgment. And then that will give me about four minutes to decide what else I'm going to put on. Because uh, I've been talking for the last 20 minutes now. Which is amazing when you consider that Mina's not really had any input on it at all. I've just basically been waffling. And compared to one of the Sega Fun shows I listened to a couple of weeks back where there was a good five or six minutes of absolute total silence uh, this is in one of the points where I was like absolutely tired and you know I decided I was that tired I couldn't put any talk bed music on so it was just like yes so literally no word of a light the the talk beds were like this. Let me let me turn let me turn my actual talk bed music off on the back. Stop. Thank you. Right, so that's turned off. So no word of a lie, right? The talk bed sounded a little bit like this. Hi, you're listening to Sagafon Three. We've raised about nine hundred pounds for for charity, and I've been on air for twenty two. And a bit hours now. <laughs> and I'm very tired. Just, I, I just want to go to sleep. I've been awake for about 40 hours at this point. If you have any requests feel free to send them through or you can go to just giving and donate some money and put me through more torture because because this isn't torture enough anyway yeah so <laughs> so when you listen to something like that you sit there and you think how on earth are you gonna do this again um, next summer. And I'll tell you what, the actual God-honest answer is, haven't the foggiest.
Yay! That's probably the strangest music block you've ever going to have heard in your life. Um, Tomato Convenience Store, the Shenmue 2 version, so it basically didn't have the vocalist singing whatever he sings. I always used to think we. I always used to think it sounded a little bit like I don't want to walk before I run. But apparently that's not what uh, what they sing at all. But even now, like a good, what must be nearing on 20 years on, um, I, I still always hear, I don't want to walk before I run. And it makes no sense, because why would you sing that in a convenience store? You know, I want to run around a convenience store that has like only two aisles. <sighs> anyway, then we had Buzzy uh, from Judgment and Secret Bass. The uh, remix of Sky Pirate Hideout by Silent Ice from the Arcadia Legends soundtrack. Because really, who who doesn't need a little bit of... Um, it wasn't quite dubstep. It's a bit more dub, actually. Like old school dub music. Because did you realise that... Or did you know that dubstep actually did originate from like dub music, but it's supposed to be a more aggressive form? So it's really funny because I quite enjoy dubstep, but I can't stand dub music. And yet... I'm doing a well. I'm 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 in slow going through an A to Z listen through of my entire musical library, and at some point I'm going to get to Space Monkeys versus Gorillas, um, and that is basically like a dub remix of the Gorillas debut album. And I remember being really really excited because at the at the, at the period of that album coming out, my only exposure to remix albums had been Reanimation by Linkin Park, which is brilliant. And is actually, I might sound like a heathen for this. I'm, I'm, I'm a relatively decent Linkin Park fan, although I've not listened to any of their last like four albums because um, I just haven't got round to it. But hey, that's the joy of Spotify now, I guess. You know, I keep sitting there thinking, oh, I'll buy them eventually and listen to them, completely forgetting I have Spotify and I could probably listen to them whenever I want. Um, and yet, uh, when the the first album I listened to was Reanimation, and my sister had got hybrid theory or at least she had hybrid theory i do believe oh no i no i haven't taken it oh i thought i'd stolen hybrid theory off of her no oh well she's still got hybrid theory um yeah no i got reanimation she had hybrid theory and i remember listening to to hybrid um and preferring reanimation and i don't know why see mina's mina's shaking her head right so this is a this is a conversation that you actually can have some part in yeah Feel free then. I don't think. I suppose I've changed my stance on it now a little bit. But back then, I didn't think Remix albums, just pound, had albums in their own right. Mm. And I sort of kind of think that way because it's not an original album, it's just a bunch of remixes. There's a and couple remixes. of original songs on there though. Yeah, but remixes belong on my B-side of single remixes. Mm. And that still kind of is my start, but I know that actually there are loads of artists who make their career on remixing songs by other artists. Bentley and, Jones. And to, and to try and give this a bit of a yeah. Sega stunt on a conversation about Linkin Park, Bentley Jones got his and, career off. Yes, that. and they made <clears> their career out of actually producing and releasing remix albums. Mm. So I don't know, I mean, it sounds a bit hypocritical, but. An artist remixing, or a DJ remixing other people's songs and releasing that in 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 my books, okay. Mm. But an artist 
remixing their own song and releasing that. It's not. And the funny thing and here then, is. It's not quite remixes though. We mm. haven't remixed it, but as the album says, they've reworked it. Yeah. But again, it's like, I'm okay with that album, but I don't know why. There's something in my head that, that says, sometimes it's okay, sometimes it's not. Is it, is it? Well, the funny thing is, is even with Linkin Park, is Reanimation is not the first album. Well, it's the first album they did it with. It's not the only album they did it to, because one of their um, one of their later albums, which I believe is The Hunting Party, or some one of those, um, they remixed that into uh, and released that as Living Machines. So they actually did do it again later on down the line. But I mean, for me, I'm I'm always up for listening to um, music from bands in different ways like I think the reason why I liked Reanimation was because I wasn't really all that big into new metal at the time mm. and yet Reanimation was just sounded heavier than well, what Hybrid Theory did see, for me I love Hybrid Theory really loved it it got me into that type of music before that I wasn't really into what you're saying but it was around the time of Puddle of Mud oh Puddle of Mud Puddle, yeah. of, oh, Puddle of Mud was just so there was a period in my time in, in and I'm I feel a little bit ashamed to admit this now but actually the more I think about it the more I kind of agree with it in, in some ways was I always used to say that if Nirvana were ever to reform and go gigging that um, Wes, Wes Borland would have to be their vocalist because he was the guy huh? who chose his name Wes, some, oh no, isn't no, Wes Borland's the guitarist from Limp Bizkit, isn't it? That's what I was thinking. Yeah, no, his name's definitely Wes something. Oh. Anyway, I always used to say that he was, he had to be the, um, the vocalist because his sort of grungy type vocal really would have suited Nirvana. And of course, you know, I used to always say it and I was like quite heathen, he was just like, you know, suggesting that someone other than Kurt Cobain should sing the songs. But um, yeah, I quite like Puddle of Mud. Their first album's really good, and then their second Where's album. Scantling. There you go, close enough. Their first album's really good. The second album, not quite so much. And then I sort of lost interest in them after that. They're still going, you know. Don't know how. A lot of the bands around that era have sort of stopped. You know, Limp Bizkit aren't as big as they used to be. Um, Stained. I don't even know if they're still going. I mean, Aaron Lewis is. Um, a solo artist now. I think he releases country music. <laughs> the original emo. The original emo. What, Aaron Lewis? State. State. They're not an emo band. Yeah. Really? God no, no, no. They brought. They, there was a good what two albums before that one. Um, I says, no, there's only one album actually. Sorry, Break the Cycles. Oh, that's oh, such a good album. Um. Anyway, how did we get onto? How did I we was get onto this? About Hyper Theory. You were. I love Hyper Theory, and I was so looking forward to their next album. And Reanimation was the same fucking album, and I was so angry. Do you know what got me angry about Link in Linkin Park a little bit? Was that after reanimation, I really, really loved it. And I bought Meteora the day it came out. And I spent, because we didn't, in the time in Grantham, we didn't really have that many music shops. And supermarkets didn't really stock that sort of music at the time. So you had to go somewhere niche for it. So I bought it from our price for £15, because that's how much they were charging for it. 
and then I found out that the album itself was only about 32 minutes long. And I've long had this hatred, because Feeder did it with one of their albums as well, uh, Pushing the Senses, is another quite short album. I have this thing now, that unless it's a punk band, if the album is less than half an hour long, I'm not paying full price for it. <laughs> because I just don't feel like I'm going to get my money's worth. It's like, as I say, you know, the exception being punk bands, because they're supposed to be quick and, and whatever. And um, Green Day are bringing a new album out next year, and they have confirmed that the album's going to have 10 songs on it, at le- or at least 10 songs. There might even be more. And the, al- the whole album's going to clock in in under half an hour. And, and it's just for me, you know, I mean, I, I like a good two or three minute song as long as the next person, but at the same time, I want to rock out to something that's like three, four minutes long. And you can't do that if the album itself is only half an hour. So, anyway, that's a rant about music over. I don't even know how we got there. How did we get here? Um, why were we talking about Linkin Park? Uh, we Remix albums, dubs. Yes, so, uh, yes, yeah, so I bought Linkin Park reanimation, loved it. And then when I saw that a, gr- a group called Space Monkeys was uh, remixing the Gorillaz debut album, which I, again, really enjoyed, um, I bought that day, well, I say I bought it day one, I got mum to buy it for me, and then I put it on, and I was like, what the actual fuck is this? <coughs> um, my, my stance on it may have varied somewhat now, because as I say, I am a bit more open to that type of music. But, um, but yeah. Oh, lordy. Do you know what I'm thinking of now, actually? Tenderoni. And just to try and obviously tie that back into a Sonic slant, I was just thinking, oh yeah, Tenderoni was used in Sonic Generations. As was, um, Na 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 by, uh, by My Chemical Romance. Also used for... I'm sure that was used for Sonic Generations. Definitely used for a Sonic, uh, trailer. Well, it must have been Generations, because the next one after that was, um, um, oh Christ, what was the next mainline Sonic game after Generations? It wasn't Forces. Um, no, it wasn't Sonic Mania either, hang on. You know, I've had a complete mind blank. Not that, I, not that you'd know, but what Sonic game came out after Sonic Generations? Like mainline game? It, it can't have been. No, 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 no. Mainline game. So one of the platformer games. It can't have been Sonic Forces. There hasn't been six years between generations between Sonic platformers. Surely not. As in No, Lost World. Of course it was. Lost World was in the middle. That game came out, I think that's five years old now. Yeah, Lost World. Yeah, how did I forget about Sonic Lost World? Oh, I feel so bad about forgetting about Sonic Lost World. I think we need to put some Lost World music on now. I'm sorry, you were completely muttered that. Sonic Generation music. What would you like? Sky Sanctuary. Okay. Do you want um, Act 1 or Act 2 then? So classic or modern? I don't know. I'm going to play Circus Caravan from Sonic Lost World and I'm going to play Midnight Owl because, my word, that is a good song. 
but we'll play that version. And we'll put Generations in the middle. Uh, also, you are aware that what you just started singing wasn't Sky Sanctuary. I know. That's Rooftop Ron. So do you want Sky Sanctuary or do you want Rooftop no, Ron? I want, I want Sky Sanctuary. You want Sky Sanctuary? Definitely want Sky Sanctuary. I know that's one that I like. Yeah, but you also like Rooftop Ron. Okay. But I could also play Rooftop Ron from Team Sonic Racing. But I like, I like City. You, you like a lot of Sonic music, actually. Uh, right, classic or modern? Just, just pick one. Modern. Right, there we go. Anything going on in Discord? Eclipse. Ah, uh, there we go. Yeah, Eclipse trying to get my attention. Sonic Lost World came out after Generations. Yeah, I know. I feel awful that I didn't actually remember that. I was like, no, there's a game that came out between Generations and Forces. What bloody hell was it? And it's like, oh yeah, of course, it was Lost World. Of course, everyone forgot about that because it was... Well, they, they seem to think it was shit. I didn't mind it, actually. It's the it's the one that came out on the Wii U that wasn't Sonic Boom. Sonic Boom was shit. It's where um, Sonic faces off against the Deadly Six, and he has a he has an actual run button because he sort of jogs, and then you have to press a run button for him to run really fast. It came out. Oh, I've got hiccups. Um, it came out on Steam afterwards. And uh, it's actually, I say, it's pretty decent. It, it's, it, it plays a lot better on a, um, on a on a Steam controller than what it does on a Wii U pad, I'll be honest. So. Ah, we've got some activity going on in, in Discord now. Um, Eclipse. What's that, what's that Sonic song that I like? That's part of a remix. Um, I, Aquarium I Park. Yes. It's part of uh, Trash FM. Yes. What about it? What about I like you? It. Yeah, I know you like it, but may I request it for next? May you request it for next? Hmm. <laughs> request, <laughs> request it for next. You silly. <sighs> you are a primary school teacher. I, I, I would like to request it for next, please. But you can't fall asleep. You're not allowed to fall asleep because you've made a request for next. You've made a request for a Sonic Generations track and if you fall asleep, you won't hear it. Anyway, there's actual discussion going on in Discord now because I.I.'s kind of floating in and out. He he seemed to, he's playing Fear 3 at the moment and I played the Tomato Convenience Store music while he was um, playing a level set in a supermarket. So that's quite fun. Do you know, Fear 3, I never played. I played the first game and loved it. I, I also played Fear Files, which were the two sort of standalone downloadable content packs for it. And <coughs> they were awful. I really didn't like those. Um, Fear 2 I enjoyed immensely, but I just never really got the chance to pick Fear 3 up. And I'm, I'm kind of thinking that if there's ever a bundle that pops up on Steam for them all, I might uh, might have, it, have another blitz through again. Um... Because they did do a they did do a Steam sale actually. I need to probably have a look see if they've still got it on because they were selling stuff like Pandemonium for like seventy p. And I've always wanted to play Pandemonium since I was a since I was a little boy. But uh, right, let's gonna play some more Sonic music because why not? Two Sonic Lost World tracks with a Sonic Generations track in the middle, and then when we come back, 
I don't know. If if the three people that are chatting in Discord can find a conversational topic, we'll have a natter about that. Because I think Mina's got about seven minutes of life left in her before she falls asleep. Um, which means I can't talk to her anymore. And we'll see what we can do for this next hour. Um, I'd, I'd love to tell you what's happening with Saturday Night Sega episode 300, but... I'm still waiting for something else to take place first before we can start talking about that. And I'm a little bit concerned because, you know, episode 300 is only like five weeks away. But, uh, hey-ho, let's see what crap we can talk about in about ten minutes' time.
during Midnight Owl, I uh, decided to have a bit of a coughing fit, which was fun, so I'm actually surprised you can hear me right now, because, um, yeah. Oh, I don't like it. Don't like having coughing fit. Does my nutting. Um, yeah, so Midnight Owl from uh, Sonic Lost World. I do... Lost World's one of those games where... A bit like Sonic 06, the, the game itself, for gameplay reasons, might get a bit derided. Although, I, I really enjoy the gameplay of Lost World. I, I, I can't lie. I, I do like it. Um, I'm quite fond of Sonic Unleashed as well, actually. So, and um, the music for that is also very good. Um, but the, the, the music is just so different and varied and, you know... I don't think any other Sonic game would really get away with Midnight Owl, and yet Lost World just seems to be the right sort of um, experimental Sonic game to uh, to really sort of get away with it, I reckon. Anyway, before that, Sky Sanctuary, Modern Mix, and then Circus Caravan from Sonic Lost World. Uh, before that, which Mina went, I know this! I was like, yeah, it used to be an alarm on my ring on my phone. And she went, oh, that was why, because it used to just keep playing forever and ever and ever. I'm like, well, yeah, it's what alarms tend to do. Um, Eclipse saying, think the stream may have caught, because I'm hearing a Shadow of the Hedgehog song. Yeah. I think what I need to do at some point, and I, I don't... It might be a next year idea. Is I think I need to do a Sonic show, where we play music from games that Sonic himself wasn't the main character in. So you know things like perhaps Knuckles Chaotix or um, Shadow the Hedgehog, you know, Mean Bean Machine, things like that. Or uh, the oh damn the spin-off games. We should do a spin-off game special, and I, I kind of feel like I've already done one of those. But even if I have, then you know, the time is right to uh, to go and do another one. So, I did. With us talking a little bit earlier, oh, I say us. With me talking a little bit earlier about Segafon and the potential for Segafon Four, um, I did have an idea of how we could potentially torture me without having to go out of our way to buy physical things. Although I, I suppose we could try and nag Sega Europe to see if they'll give a copy of uh, Hatsumiku Mega Mix or whatever that Switch game is called. You know, so that's something we could potentially do. Um, but what I thought what was, was having a, a variant on the request roulette. And basically what would happen is there would be... Well, I, I keep changing my mind about how I'm going to do it. What I thought was, originally I said I was going to... In, in my head I was going to do it every four hours. Then I changed my mind to every three hours. And then also what I decided to do was... was um, what would happen is there would be four themes... And every three hours, we'd get a random number generator and we'd say a number between one and four, and then whichever one it chose would be the one it chose. And, you know, there'd be things like, right, for the next hour, we're going to be playing exclusively Golden Axe music or Hatsune Miku music or music from the uh, the game.com. You know, we're going to play Mushroom Hill for an hour. Uh, things like that. 
And if you've never heard Mushroom Hill on thegame.com, oh my word. Uh, in fact, let's play it next. Because it really is... Well... That's, I mean, I, I can't really say anything other than that. It really is just something. Um, just makes no, the game makes no sense. Just makes no sense whatsoever. But, um, yeah, so what would happen is we'd have a, have a spin of the roulette and wherever it landed, that would be the theme that we did for the hour. But... It'd be sort of like a game of Russian roulette, but with uh, with music, in that there'd be three really good um, song choices, and or, or you know roulette choices, and one that's really bad. Or so, like I say, you know, it could be like Hatsune Miku music, or it could be um... oh, well, I don't know, but that's that's. You know, the only one I can think of is Miku Miku, but I'm sure there's other things that I wouldn't want to play. Like, you know, we could do, for example, um, an hour of nothing but the various versions of Magical Sound Shower. So, you know, so everyone who's tuned in is just like, why am I listening to Magical Sound Shower for an hour? But because this is what was chosen. You know, we could even do a no, um, you know, you could even do it as a sense of no talk bed it is just an hour of magical sound shower over and over and over again um so you know it might be where we get some audience interaction here is i might start to ask for insane um music hour suggestions you know it's like right okay the next the, the next block is coming up um what forfeits um suggestions do we have this time around and you know even if it ends up being more than four then we start to play you know we can start to uh, to add some in and as long as we've balanced it out so it's equal um equal parts trick and treat then uh, you know i think that, that that would be a really really cool idea in my head because it's like well it's not going to happen it wouldn't happen like all of the time but I just, it's just, it's just one of those things where, because last time we just said, you know, I remember saying, right, if I earn this much money, I'm going to do this, and if I earn this much money, I'm going to do that, and etc, 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 and I'll be honest with you, and I have been honest in other show, in other episodes before, I haven't done it. There was a, there was a stretch goal of, um, that I would play World of Warcraft, and do you know what? It is installed on the Steam machine, I've just never touched it. Same with Star Wars The Old Republic. I love Star Wars and I love the Old Republic universe. I have not played the uh, Old Republic MMO. And, you know, I, I went through the Hatsune Miku games. I sort of proved that I played them. Um, I don't think I have either of them anymore now. And... It's... Uh, Hmm. I just do have a Hatsune Miku game. I've got one on PS3. But, uh... And then, you know, also playing the, uh, the Twilight films. Or watching the Twilight films. And I only watched two 
Although I kind of feel like now that I have a letterbox account, I should probably go back and watch them again just so I can criticise. And part of me just wished I was paying a little bit more attention on Fifty Shades movies so I could have done it then as well. Uh, um, Eclipse says, oh boy, that sounds funny. Yeah, as I say, you know, it, it's... Because what happened was, it's just when I said, right, let's raise this much money and I'll do this, a lot of it is finding the time. And I think what we need to do is, um, I think doing something that actually takes place during the stream itself um, would be better because we can have... Um, we can have you know, different things going on, and especially as I'm not going to go hunting out of my way for prizes, it's very unlikely that there's going to be a raffle or anything this time around like there was last time. Um, then, uh, yeah, I, I just think, it, you know, it's, it's a nice way of increasing engagement in the, uh, in the show. But, uh, as I say, I'm going to give it till after Christmas, and then I'll, uh, see where we go um right I'm starting to feel a bit of a drag I think the uh, the whole lack of sleep thing is starting to catch up again so I'm going to take this opportunity when I can find what I'm looking for there we are um, I'm going to take this opportunity to play some music and hopefully wake myself up a bit. So, I'm going to play Yakuza 6. It seems to be whenever I play Buzzy, I need to also play Stardust to even it out. So, we're going to play Stardust from Yakuza 6. I'm going to play Mushroom Hill Zone from Sonic Jam on the game.com uh, because it's just hilariously funny. And do you know what? Purely because it's only. Ca it's. Oh, you're choking. Oh, there we are. Um, purely because the song, uh, the, the game for whatever reason has only just popped into my head. Um, I'm going to play a track from Decap Attack because, as I say, for some bizarre reason, it just decided to appear in my head and then I needed to play it. So that's something a little bit different. You won't have heard anything like this before. Um, Yakuza 6, then. Uh, the Sonic Jangle on the game.com and then Decap Attack, the American version, because obviously the Japanese version wasn't Decap Attack, it had a completely different name, and yeah, I, I don't know why, really, it just makes no sense. I, I think when, when we come back as well, I'm going to have a natter about uh, old school platformers, because there's, there's something that's in my head, and I just... I need to I need to get it out really and see if I'm the only person who thinks this way or if there are others who go no actually I do agree with you. <laughs> so that'll be that'll be fun. Sonic Jam on the game.com. Yes, Eclipse. Yeah. If you uh, honestly, if you never heard this music before, you're you're definitely in for an experience. Um, I'll tell you that much. I, I can't find any better word for it than experience. So. Back in a bit, people.
was actually pretty good, you know. I um, I just, I don't know why I thought of Decap Attack before we went to the music break, but I was just um, just thinking, oh yeah, Decap Attack, that's a game. Um, and then realised that I probably never played any Decap Attack music on that Saturday Night Sega, and if I have, it's been a very, very long while. Uh, so that was level 7. Before that, level 1, Mushroom Hill Zone from Sonic Jam on thegame.com. Um, and then before that, Stardust from Yakuza 6. And I thought Stardust would probably wake me up. Um, it hasn't. I'm feeling especially, especially tired. So, um, part of me wants to say that we should probably cut this show a little bit short and, and not do the full two hours. But, um... We'll see how we go. We've got half an hour to go, but uh, but yeah, as I say, it's just I think I need to definitely look at catching up on sleep. Um, sorry, you know what I was saying about the earlier in the show about awkward silences. That was one there. So before the music break, I said about old school two um, D platformers and. I just really, I've really found, thanks to, uh, there's one on the SNES um, that's playable via the Switch's virtual console library. Can't remember what it's called, but it's, I've just, it's just occurred to me that actually, if you didn't know what you were doing, it's actually kind of hard to play. Like, I've been conditioned on Sonic for so long. Like, Mario's fine. I, I know what I'm doing with Mario. I mean, I can't finish Mario, which is a bit of a difference for me. Um, I mean, I'm sure I could if I applied myself to it. Just, uh, when, um... Oh, I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> I keep... I just keep closing my eyes, and I'm, um... I'm zoning out. Um, <coughs> like, I, so I've been conditioned with Sonic games. You know, basically hold right to win. You have to occasionally choose different paths, and and Mario games being you know a bit more methodical. Um, but you get to something like Green Dog, the beached surfer dude, or um, Chuck Rock. You know, Marco's Magic Football, those those sorts of games, those different platformers where you actually have to do some platforming and you have to find the ledges where they are and, you know, sometimes there are blind fates of, of death and things like that. And I don't really get on well with them. Um, I, I find that because I don't know what I'm doing and I don't read the digital manuals, um, I sort of struggle, and <coughs> oh, again, I do apologise. <coughs> Chesty cough, can't get rid of it. I've had it for about a week. Um, I think it happened not long after Saturday Night Sega last week, as it as it turns out. Um, Oh, you have to forgive me. I'm going to need to try and, and, and go backwards on my train of thought now before that uh, that sort of disrupted. Um, no, it's gone. It's actually gone. Uh, two 2D platformers. What was it I was trying to play? Yeah. So 
without here we go. So without reading the manual, which I know a lot of games come um, sort of you know digital these days. I mean, the Mega Drive Mini I think gives you a QR code that you can scan to view them all, and you can download to your heart's content. Um, the NES, SNES, and PlayStation classics. Um, I believe all have manuals on disc uh, on the on the console, but uh, it's just not the same. It's not the same as having like a tangible. Um, manual and and even then some of the games that I was actually really good at playing when I was a kid so like the two um, Donald Duck games on the Master System so Deep Duck Trouble and, uh, and Lucky Dime Caper um, as well as uh, um, the movie tie-ins that I own so Jurassic Park Jungle Book um, Lion King Robocop vs. The Terminator Batman Returns you know trying to play those these days on an emulator just doesn't feel the same and I know that's potentially because that's what my um, oh, that's I uh, yeah so I used to be really good on them on the master system and then playing them on an emulator it's just not the same whether it's just like that different feeling from a pad you know a different pad if you're using a keyboard but like I used to be able to complete Batman Returns and I could complete it on the Master System and I'd, I'd be fine and nowadays it's like I play it and I struggle to get past level 1 and it's just it's really really weird to think that that muscle memory is just completely evaporated because you've, you've never you know you don't play the games anymore and, and it's really weird to think that you know that these games are still popular because you know if it wasn't for the whole retro gaming scene and 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 that then you know Sega probably wouldn't have re-released these these sorts of games you know like Alex Kidd in Miracle World re-releasing it on PS3 and Switch and uh, you know the Wonder Boy games and the actual um, mini console crazes that started um, thanks to Nintendo and then you know has actually gone so far that even Atari have made their own version or are making their own version and um, you know someone's you know we the Intellivision have been uh, rebranded and they're bringing out a new version of the uh, or an idea of the ColecoVision which they're calling the Amico I think and yeah it's just I think I can see with some semblance of clarity that definitely sort of 2D platformers are very very hard I says didn't at game start it well you, you could argue you could certainly argue I think but, uh, yeah. I'm thinking in terms of more, you know, actual proper build quality. But yeah, yeah, at games, you know, they've, they've bought so many different consoles out for so many different companies. Obviously, I think at games were the ones responsible for the Atari flashback. Um, and, you know, obviously the various Mega Drive plug and plays that they did. I have a handheld one which I've never tried to plug it into a TV to see how it upscales but do you know what it actually it's not bad 
I mean, it's not brilliant. It's not brilliant at all, but... <coughs> I wouldn't say it's it's awful. Um... I think... <coughs> what I said earlier, I think it definitely... Um, Eclipse says they were. We have an Atari Flashback 4. There you go, so at Games made those as well. Hooray for at Games, said no one ever. Um, so, from what I said a little bit earlier on in this talk block, I think I definitely need to have a little bit of a... Um, a self-care day and I, and I think this episode should clock in a little bit shorter than the norm um, II says PlayStation Mini almost killed the mini consoles well no in terms of build quality it's lovely I mean I do I see why Sony bundled the mini cons- the PlayStation Classic with um, normal uh, PlayStation controllers and not DualShocks uh, at the same time it does kind of hinder the game when a lot of you know a couple of games that they brought out on it um, would have benefited from the dual shot but uh, I I quite like the console I think it just it maybe needed that little bit extra Q you know QA time to really sort of get the wrinkles with the emulator emulation that was working and, and you know especially as if you manage to crack the thing and it is it is quite hard to get working but if you do manage to crack it you can actually fix all of the problems that's inherent in the console which basically means that it's not optimised properly so it's all a bit bit odd I mean I'm, I'm not one for cracking consoles I'm, uh, a little mini consoles I, it's not not in my nature but with the Playstation actually if, it is, if I could do it I would do it but you know I'm not going out of my way to buy a keyboard just so that I can so it may well be something that I need to uh, to, to look at. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna <coughs> I'm gonna I think as I say, I'm gonna look after myself. I think it's it's I'm gonna cut this show short. I'm gonna put one last track on and I'm gonna go and get some much needed and well earned sleep ready for my seventh day at work tomorrow oh once i've got tomorrow out of the way there's only two more days left just need to keep thinking it's only two more days only two more days so i do apologize for the complete lack of well of <laughs> relative lack of sega conversation this week um i promise it'll be better next week because you know i might actually have time for things Um, but, you know, we'll see what's going on. We'll hopefully play more, more, um, Shenmue. I did say I was going to talk about it, didn't I? And we never got around to it. Um, so hopefully I'll play a bit more Shenmue. Hopefully I'll have got rid of this cough. Hope, well, there's a lot of things I'm saying hopefully about, actually. Um, but the, the key thing is we'll be one week closer to Shenmue 3 releasing. Hooray! Eclipse says, I hope you feel better. So do I. So do I. And as I say, I know we're going to be stopping about 15 minutes shy. Um, but uh, sometimes, you know, you have to kind of weigh up the pros and cons and, and go with the option that makes the most sense. And I think in this instance, 
the option that makes the most sense is me saying I need to go sleep. And yeah. I'll wake Mina up. I'll go jump on her, I think. I'll just scream in her ear. It's time to bed. You know, just, just, just shout it. Um, I don't really know what song I want to leave you on, I'll be honest. I, I, as I say, I, I, it was only really an idea of I should probably um, go to sleep. And seeing as, you know, I should probably call this quits. And seeing as I've, uh, I'm fairly sure I've fallen asleep twice in this last talk section alone. Which is something, because I don't even think I managed that during Sagathon, which is, you know, amazing, actually. Uh, yeah, it's all all a bit bizarre. So, what shall we finish on? Um, just going to have a quick look, see what we've got. Do you know what? I'm going to really go for something a little bit. Um, on left field, uh, because obviously it was Valentine's Day. Uh, Valentine's Day. What? Jesus Christ! I know I say I'm tired, but the, you know, there's a difference between tired and then turning back time by like nine months. Um. Because it was Halloween a couple of days ago, I'm going to play a track from Mick Gordon's quite simply stunning, um, uh, quite simply stunning Doom soundtrack um, from the reboot game that came out a couple of years ago. And I'll tell you what, I am absolutely excited beyond measure for Doom Eternal to come out. Because if this music sounds anywhere near as good as this, then um, it's going to be something really special indeed. So, my name's been Gavi, this has been Saturday Night Sega, and I leave you in celebration of Halloween from two days ago. I mean, I could have done like a House of the Dead song or anything like that, but really, I think this is going to be better. And I've just realised I've cut my leg, and now I need to try and stop that from bleeding everywhere. Hooray! <laughs> I leave you with Doom. Good night!
enjoyed the show? Check out the full Radio Sega live schedule at radiose.ga forward slash shows. Radio Sega, playing the best Sega music 24-7.